0: Good morning, it's 8.01 a.m. This is Ione Mountbatten saying hello from West Lafayette, Indiana, USA. So today um, I've been working on sewing, needle and thread, so to speak, a dish towel. I talked to somebody about it, but I decided on. You see, I was looking for uh, something on my Pinterest page. And I happened to be on, on a a dish towel pattern, and it was supposed to be free. So I followed it and went to the link where it was, and in there it had a link to the free pattern. But then when I went to the free pattern, it got me to a place where I had to pay for it. So I was disappointed. And the dish towel was something that had a part, uh mostly well it was crocheted, and it had a button on it. So it would link around a a handle of a refrigerator or uh, a handle of an oven door. So anyway, I went back to where I found this supposed free pattern and looked down and scrolled down a bit and I found another pattern for a dishcloth that had uh, a regular cloth in it plus it had uh, some crochet. Uh, attached to it so I thought well I could do that instead and that was easy enough to do I could look at the pattern by, by, by the way it looks and figure out how, how it's made that's how um, I, I figure things out with patterns and so on so I went to my sewing kit and I found several scraps of material and I thought I'd make a dish towel so I've been doing this for the last several days and uh, I the dish towel has some frayed uh, edges you see because a pattern uh, you'll have to be able to um, roll the edges a bit and sew it so that it doesn't fray and so one can use this uh, repeatedly without uh, spoiling the cloth and making it start to fray at the edges. Of course, um, this sort of dishcloth isn't something that one would probably want as a workhorse dishcloth because it's not quite as sturdy as, let's say, a Norwex dishcloth or something, which actually I'm selling these days in case anyone wanted to buy Norwex from me. But anyway, um, so that's what I've been doing, sewing stuff. And I've been also finishing up uh, a, a hand warmer for Colin. And then I'm also making some sort of a pattern, uh, knitting something. I think it's going to be a pair of socks, but I'm not quite sure. I haven't done socks before, so we'll see. And uh, let me see what else am I doing. I've been blogging a bit on my whiting.com, and um, I am Grey Babe there. Grey Babe. G R A Y B A B. And then what else? Um... On my Tumblr and on my, uh, I've on, I've got a Reddit account, but it's under a different name. It's under Van Van Huxley, and my Tumblr account is under my Ioni Mountbatten name. But I also have another one called um, Margot Huxley, which is uh, named after a character of mine in my book uh, Love in the Time of Terror. The book I Love in the Time of Terror is. Uh, some sort of a, it's, it's a bit of a sequel sort of thing to The Lovable Resident, although it doesn't talk about Mike Oates in, in that book. It talks about Rebecca Bartholomew. She's the girl who's a social worker in the hospital that Mike Oates works in, and his best friend and she got together and eloped to go to England. However, uh, in The Love the Time of Terror, she decided that she didn't want him anymore and got involved with a man who was in the MI5 Secret Service. So this is my, um, my book I wrote, and I had a guide, my muse, Colin Firth, and he was the one who gave me some color, local color, um, which I included in the, in the story. Now, I've, I've not set foot in England ever since I was kidnapped when I was only 12. So I don't know anything about the newest things in England and London, but um, I thought I'd put uh, some local colour to make it a little bit more authentic and reliable. So that's my book, Love in the Time of Terror. And I'm sort of getting the idea that maybe I'll read from it um, in a few uh, podcasts. I will just have to see how popular this podcast uh, post is. But if you really want me to read from that book, please tell me or make a comment somewhere. I'm also on Twitter as Mary Agnes underscore R, capital R. So there, I've told you everything about me. So I hope everyone has a good day. It's rather a sunny day today. Oh, that's another thing that happens to me. Um, uh, a, a person from church, a church that we used to attend had come and offered to um, um, handle the um, landscaping of our front garden. The front garden is filled with, was anyway, filled with weeds. They were so tall, they're taller than actually the start of the roof. So um, she decided to just uh, do that and spend the money on it. So there's a great deal of sunshine coming into the hu- house now. And the front garden is totally raised to the ground. There isn't anything in there now. I have a feeling that even my bulbs are gone. I've planted lily, uh, tiger, what's it called? Is it tiger lily or lily of the valley? I'm not quite sure which one, but they're lilies. They come round in the spring as usual. And if uh, the rabbits have their day, all the bulbs will will have been snipped off at the at the top where there's the flower. I feel sad about it but that's what they do, the rabbits do. They don't like the rabbits very much when they do that. I mean they're cute and everything but they really ought not to eat people's pl- vegetables and flowers. I mean I'm not sure how they fare along after they've eaten a lily. I don't know that they'll be alive very, very uh, much after that. I mean really nobody wants to eat lilies. The other thing I wanted to say was well, you know, they they cleaned out everything. They cleaned out uh they just basically took a huge machine and hewed down all the all the weeds and all the and the tree. There's a small tree that I put up there called the Japanese red maple tree, which I really lovely and I'm fond of. But after a while I got a little bit depressed and I started to neglect the garden and Well, that's what happened. It just got so overgrown that even mere peonies can't even see much out of it. I have peonies and I also had put in hydrangeas, but the hydrangeas never wanted to flower much. I think they weren't quite happy in that part of the garden. Too much sun, I suppose, or not enough drainage or something. And the pH probably wasn't the right pH. All sorts of scientific terms as usual and I can't tell you what my pH is, I mean the the ground pH, is either acidic or not. Um, And then they also took away the hedge in front of the bay window, so there's not a hedge there at all, which is really sad because there's a nice part of the hedge which becomes quite cute and colorful around Christmas time and it becomes red in the winter, red uh, hedge and it has the little berries, and the berries are so sweet looking, but they're quite poisonous. So I guess it's not a good thing for dogs to come round and eat from it, but it's really a very pretty hedge. And I really, sometimes when I come home from work, it was it would greet me and I would come up the walk and go into the house. But it's really sad. It's really sad now about the fact that there's hardly any uh, vegetation in our front garden if i did get enough money or someone was nice enough to um, help with landscaping and putting in new uh, flowers and so on that might be nice i would definitely welcome it i'm not quite sure i'm really good at gardening anymore um i do have an outfit though for it i'm always up for outfits for different things like for mowing the lawn i had uh, an outfit that was actually a big wide-brimmed hat with a little tassel around another chin and uh, a pair of uh, denim pants and uh, what's it called um, running shoes and um, a t-shirt depending on how hot it is and I remember mowing the lawn it's really cool. I have a really lovely my lawnmower. It's by Troy built. It's the best lawnmower in the world. It mows everything. Everything, everything, everything. <laughs> Even small animals. Which I'm quite unhappy about. But uh that's a different story. Um and then I have an outfit for snow blowing. We've got a snowblower, by the way. That was when I was worried about the snow being so high that I couldn't shovel it through. And so I have a car heart overall. You know, car hearts are endemic to American uniforms. A lot of workmen use it. Those who work in the fields, those who work in the, not the fields, those who work in the um, on the roads, constructing roads, and those who drive rigs, as they call them, trailer, trailer, Uh, semi trailers and anyone who actually wants to be quite snug and warm in the winter wears a Carhartt jacket so I have a Carhartt pair of overalls which I'm not sure it is now in my closet but um, it's got a flare to it and uh, the pants I mean and uh, buttons down the side of the ankle and uh, snap buttons and uh, I wear that when it when I snow blow and I have a pair of uh, I forgot what they call those material they call a t-shirt uh, one of those t-shirts you wear under clothes so that you'd be uh, snug as a bug in winter and a pair of old Talbot's um, puffer uh, jackets and Uh, a knit hat which most of the time is from my favorite store in scotland called brora and uh, if i had one but i wouldn't i wouldn't wear a scarf snow blowing that would just get sucked up somehow so it wouldn't be a good idea to have a scarf when you're snow but um and then gardening i would wear the same thing i'd say a pair of blue denim pants or car hearts Um, and I'd hew through all that with a pair of huge shears I did that once it took me three hours to clear out the weeds in the garden I wasn't about to do it every week (laughs) so I kind of fell out of uh, the idea of gardening I had a notion once that in heaven I'd probably be an itinerant gardener Offering my services to anybody who had a house with a garden in it. But I'm not sure that that would be something that I could do in heaven. I'm afraid heaven would probably be uh, too much work, garden-wise. Anyway, I don't know. There'd be too many plants in heaven and gardens and so on. That's my thought. Well, I think i better go. I hope everyone has a good day. Take care and uh, have a good weekend. Don't let anything happen to you that you'll be sad about. Bye. Love you. Bye.